Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in to another edition of Loon Talk, a very excited, happy, victorious edition of Loon Talk. Jonathan Harrison here once again alongside Dan Terrar. Dan, how you doing, sir? Hey, doing great. Happy, happy uh, new week. And uh, yeah, it's just can't wait to get into this one. It was fun. Sure was. You had the weekend off, and you got to sit back and kick back and enjoy this one uh, as the Loons get a 3-0 win over the Chicago Fire. We'll get to that in a moment. You are listening to Loon Talk, Score North's Minnesota United MLS-related podcast. Find us anywhere you find your podcast. Do give us a recommendation to a friend or a family member who do, who does like soccer in this country as well. It helps us get found. Give us a rating, a review, and a subscription as well. That does help us get boosted up the charts. Dan, let's jump right into it. The goals continue for the Loons. Three wins in a matter of eight days, I believe, as the Loons get a win over Colorado. We already talked about that one. They get a win over Ford Madison, and then they get a win over Chicago. Let's jump right into the Chicago one. A 3-0 win against the best defense in the league where you bumped their goals against total from two to five in one match. They're not the best defense in the league. Not anymore. They They were the best defense in the league, and... I don't know. I had a feeling, um, you know, well, first of all, nobody anticipated scoring three goals back to back. No, that just was asking too much, but I just had a feeling that at home, um, Chicago wasn't, they're not scary offensively at all. I just had a feeling that, uh, you know, with, with his back to the wonder wall, the kid might have some problems from here from time to time, but I just had a feeling Minnesota was going to be able to get to him. I guess, what did I predict, two? Yeah, you, I you predicted remember. two. Yeah, so, and, and I kind of thought they'd get to him two for two. Three is better than two, as we all but know. But it's not so. like he had a bad game. It's not like Gabriel no. Slonina had a bad game. The defense let him down in front of him because over the course of the season, uh, according to all the analytics and stats, this is what we learned from Amos McGee as he was on the broadcast with us, is that right. he's got the best positioning in the league among all goalkeepers, which is incredible to think about as a 17-year-old goalkeeper. He's got the it best is. positioning it in the is. league. But he's also faced the least amount of shots. So right. His defense in front of him has stood up really tall. And the first goal that went in, let's just jump right into that one. Uh, Emmanuel Reynoso's goal, that was really sparked by a defensive letdown by Wyatt Armsberg, who had been having a heck of a game for the fire all game long. He made one mistake. Bongi jumped all over it, got the ball to Emmanuel Reynoso quickly at the top of the box. Mm-hmm. And, you know, give Reynoso that much space right in the middle of the box. He's going to fire a goal easy. And so he starts off the yeah, scoring. He did make that one look easy. And here's the thing, and I, I'm getting sidetracked, but that's fine. That's what we're here for. Is <laughs> is this this when I looked at their defense and why Wyatt Omsberg, great guy, love him. I didn't think he was going to be. I I did not think he was a starter in this league. He's been playing really well. He didn't since look last he, season. He didn't look very good. He didn't look very good on on you know Saturday. I so I don't know. It's just I, I look at their defense and I still don't understand how they did what they did the first part of the season. I just don't. I don't know. I guess I'm not a believer. And uh, the team, the team, the team proved me right at least for this week. We'll see what happens <laughs> down the road. But but yeah, the, you know, it seemed like the uh, the speed up front with Fragapane and Reynoso and. Um, 
and Amaria. And then when you throw uh, Longwane in there, all of a sudden there's even more speed out there. I think that seemed to be what gave uh, Chicago that the problem in the second half. Yeah, it was really the second half substitution, the 60th minute substitutions of Bongi and Abud and Lottie coming in for Luis Amaria and Franco Fragapane. Those substitutions on the wings moved up Robin Lud to the false nine where we've seen him play well in the past. We've seen the offense play well with him as that false nine in the past. And from the 60th minute on, I mean, for much of the game, Minnesota was dominating. It was just the first 15 minutes of the second half, and we saw that against Colorado last week where they struggled coming out the gates in the second half. But as soon as the substitutions come in, all of a sudden the game changes and the opponent can't keep up with the intense pressing that Bong Hukle Thongwane and Abudin Lati put on put on the the opposing defense. And as I mentioned, the pressing by Bongi caused the error by Wyatt Omsberg mm-hmm. and Bongi got all over it and jumped jumped on the pass to get it over to Emmanuel Reynoso. And those two pressing and we gotta speak about Abudin Lati, because we talked about him last week and will he ever see minutes again and he played well against Colorado. He did it again. He played really well against yeah. Chicago in the the limited time that he got. And his, his and Bongi's pressing really caused issues over the last 30 minutes of the match. Yeah, and, and let me just help out some of the uh, the keyboard warriors on social media. Oh, gosh. Just because you – just because, and yes, Halong1A has looked very good at times. Um, you've forgotten that he did get one start, and it wasn't that impressive. Um, but, but But here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> it's a lot easier to come on and be impressive in the 60th minute yeah. going against a, a bunch of tired players <laughs> yes. than, than it is to do it because all over social media it was, oh, you know, he's an idiot for not starting him. He's the best player in the team. So just settle down. He's getting more playing time as we go. He's 21 get, and brand new to the country. He's 21. He'll get some more league. starts. Yeah. But as you'll see, when he does get a start, he can't do that. When you're coming off the bench and you're fresh in the 60th minute, yeah. you're going to go balls out because you can. You can't <laughs> yeah. do that for 90 minutes. No, you got to pace it's yourself. It's not humanly possible. Yeah. So settle down. He's going to get more playing time. So is Rosales. And so, uh, you know, Abundanladi, I give up. I-, I thought we were done with him. <laughs> and then he came back and I thought we were done with him. So, I, you know what? I hope he does great. I mean, he, he, he's okay. got talent. It's just, let's find it. And I don't know where it is. Maybe it's coming off the bench. Maybe that's was, his thing. That's what I was going to ask. Is he, yeah. I love the term in soccer, the super sub. Is he a super sub? Like, he might if, be. Is, is he well, just the he's guy He's got to score more than one goal to be a super sub. <laughs> no, but like, it's not just the scoring for him. It's the pressing late in the match, using right. his speed, going at guys who have been playing for 60, 70, 80 minutes, and he's coming off the bench with his speed and his pressing ability. If he's focused and, for those 30 minutes, he can be a real danger right. as a super sub. He may not be the yeah. starter guy, right. but if he comes off the bench as your super sub, that's a hell of an attack or a weapon to come off the bench. And again, he's coming in off the bench. He's very fast. We know that. And he's coming off the bench. He's fresh. He's playing against defenders and midfielders that have been out there for, you know, 60, 65 minutes. And that's an advantage to him. So maybe he is. I don't know. But he's got to score more than one goal before he can be labeled a super sub. You're getting a little ahead of yourself. Well, I'm just saying that may just be his role. He's not the starter guy. He's probably just a guy who's going to come off the bench. And he's right. going to do really good things for you because right. he has that speed to burn and he's going to cause a lot of problems right. for a tired defense. Or he um, be in Chicago by next year. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where he's going to be. Uh, the Loons finally took advantage of a man advantage. 
That was nice to see. That, you know what? I was really happy to see that. Um, what did you think only- of the red? What did you think about the yellow card that led to the red? SAWFT soft. Yeah, in in real Even Adrian time, he said it was soft. Like, oh, did he? Okay, yeah. yeah. He in said it was in soft real in time, it looked worse than it was. But then you yeah. watched it slow down. You realize that eh, Robin saw it coming and got and pretty yep. much got clear of everything. Um, and that was why Navarro. I, I believe it was Navarro. That's why he was so angry because he he realized mm-hmm. like even he knew on the field like yeah that's that's not a yellow but, like that's not a yellow card worthy but, thing. But he's also got to know. He's already on a yellow at the end right. of a match. Your team's trying to press. We know you're going to kind of kind of go across that line a little bit. And he crossed the line. Unfortunately right. for him, he crossed that line just a little bit too much for the referee was, at the time. Yeah. You look back at it. It's like, that's a soft yellow. It was, it was a dumb play on his part considering yeah. he already had a caution. Yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was a dumb play because if he had made contact with Robin Lode, the way he came in and as late as he was and as high as he came in, he was probably getting a red even if he didn't have a yellow if he had made contact. So it was a bad play. I, I could see why he gave him a yellow card for that. Yeah. So they're supposed to give a yellow card without concerning themselves whether yep. they've already got one. So, yep. and that's what he did there. I think, you know, a lot of referees might have said, eh, that's a yellow, but it's not a red, so I'm going to let it go. Well, I, you know, I, I applaud a referee that says, you know what, that's a yellow card in my book. I don't care if he's already got a yellow. Here we go. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, they took advantage. Oh, you know, because when that happened, you're thinking, oh no, here we right. go. We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose this one. Yeah. They're gonna. They were only goals. up one nil at the time. Yeah, they're, Chicago's gonna get two goals down a man, and we'll be the laughing stock of the league. But no, uh, there's this newfound confidence, and uh, man, it's like day and night, day and yeah, night. Yeah, Manuel Reynoso gets the assist. On a nice, uh, I believe it was a corner kick, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. And Kervin Ariaga just jumps above literally everybody in the stadium to get mm-hmm. on that. Using, he's a big using, guy. He's six oh, three. He can jump. He's like you know <laughs> most teams bring up their their middle backs, the guys that are yeah. six two, six three, um, and Minnesota does Kervin. that. And we've got a midfielder that's six three. So throw him right in the mix. So yeah. so think about it. When Coleman was in there, they'd have Coleman, Boxel, and Ariaga. That's that's some big dudes up there that's in that some mess. Height. So that's yeah, some height. that was uh, fun. Good to see him get a goal. Yeah, and just a couple minutes after that, Robin Lud. Before I'm even able to cut the highlight of the second goal, Robin Lud just nutmegs the hell out of a Chicago defender for nice. and scores a really nice goal. Uh, you can vote for it for team of the, or for goal of the week. I think it's losing right now. If I remember the last vote, I checked a couple hours ago. It was losing to Campania's goal for Inter Miami. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's second place right now. So, Loons fans go out there and spam the uh, the voting for Robin Lud to get goal of the week because I think he deserves it. That's a that's an absolutely wonderful goal. It was a, it was a, a yeah put a Chicago defender right on his seat and just slides it right past Gabriel Salonina. Tell you what, the free kick that uh, Reynoso hit the crossbar on, which if, one? That had, if that had gone in, that'd have been the goal of the week because he he bent the hell out of that ball. Robin or yeah. Emmanuel Reynoso could have had. Let me count it up here. Four goals on the, the afternoon. He was a hair offside on the first one that he ended yeah, up chipping yeah, over. Just a little bit. Gabriel yeah. Slonina. But he was definitely he the, off. Yeah. He had the free kick in the first half that goes that just grazes over the post. Or that hits the post and bounces back to Franco Fragapane, I believe. Yes. And then he had the free kick in the second half that does that grazes the post over it. So yeah, mm-hmm. he had he could have had four goals on the afternoon. What yeah, which I mean, just 
tells you he's getting in those positions and he's he's getting the ball usually on frame. He's not blasting it wide. And yeah. so yeah, his game is drastically improved all of a sudden. And that's good news for, for everybody. Yeah, and we learned uh late last week from Andy Greeter that uh Emmanuel Reynoso got married over the offseason. Congratulations to mm-hmm. him and his wife. Yeah, uh, great. And that he's been trying to get them into the country through the visa process, but uh, and they finally got in over the last week or so. So that's probably what's helping his mindset is just that he's got that off his plate because obviously that can just be a giant drain on your mental energy trying to yeah. get your family into the country. So that's probably the main thing that's helped him because he's been playing the same. It's just nothing's been connecting. So it seems yeah. like that's finally that's finally off his plate. So he's able to focus completely on his game. And, man, it's really shown over the past if that, if that's what it is, then if I were Adrian Heath, I'd move him and his wife and the family right into my basement so they knew, I knew where they are at all times. So I wouldn't take any chances. No, she can't go on vacation. No, she can't go home. No. Y'all got to stay here. <laughs> yes. It's working out well for the yeah. loans. Um, so they get the 3-0 win. Unfortunately, though, Dan, we got to talk about some negatives. Um we learned late last week as well, Hassani yeah. Dotson will be out for the season, torn ACL in training the day before the match. Uh, that's a tough loss, man. Hassani Dotson's a good kid. We wish him the best, so we wish him a speedy recovery. He'll be out for the season, but that's a tough loss in a midfield that, I mean, for him, it this could have been the season that he just absolutely broke out and really challenged either one of those guys in the midfield for a starting role. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just that's just a tough loss, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, you, you got a guy there in Hassani that can go back and play defense. He can, you know, you, yeah. you have some flexibility with him. Um, I guess if the good part about it being Hassani is he's not, you know, like we've talked about before, we're not sure what his real position is. What is his position? He can <laughs> play a lot of places. Here's what's going to happen. If we have injuries and we start getting thin, we're really going to miss him. If we stay healthy, if we stay healthy, you don't miss him as much because we do have some pretty good players that can play instead of him. So, um, yeah, it's, he's, yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine not coming to a point where we go, uh Oh, we really could use him right now. So, I mean, we'll probably get there Sunday. Will trap got another yellow card. Um, Oh, Chicago. is he on accumulation? He's on five now. So he got his fifth uh, yellow card. He's on. So last year, uh, Leandro Gonzalez Perez had, I believe, 15 yellow cards all season, which yeah. is just an incredible amount in 34 games. Will Trapp is on pace to just shatter that at this point. <laughs> if he keeps yeah. getting a yellow card to match. Um, so, yeah, Will Trapp will be out against LAFC. That's a really tough loss against a really yeah, that good is, LAFC team. That is a team that has a good offense, especially you need that defensive mid. So I don't know who we'll see if we'll see uh, uh, Hayes or who we'll see. but um... Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's an interesting decision for him to need to make. I would think that uh, there would be a conversation at some point or has been between uh, someone on the coaching staff and Will Trapp because not only is he valuable and and, and taking uncharacteristically uh, frequent yellow cards, but he's also wearing the captain's armband. Right, But, I mean, it's not like it's completely his fault because I I believe it was – Kendra, she popped into our booth before the Colorado match, and some of the yellow cards that he's taken were really soft yellow cards, especially yeah. the one against Seattle. That was super soft. It's just some of them aren't 
100% his fault. Sometimes he's just getting unlucky with just But but you still have you still right. he still has yeah. them and he still has to play yeah. knowing how many he has and how many games in a row he's had them. So, um, you know, yeah. yeah it, you you got to deal with it. So, you know, and he's wearing the captain's armband. That's all I'm saying is, yeah. you know, that to me means he needs to show a little bit more restraint and and uh I, my my guess is that he will not get another accumulation red uh, the rest of the year. That's my guess. Another yellow, yeah. Hopefully yeah. not. Accumulation of yellows into a suspension. Yeah, I, my guess is he'll go. Ah, this wasn't such a good idea. I, I better, I better be a little <laughs> it's more a big careful. Game to about... lose him for this coming. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, you're right. It is. So let's jump into that Minnesota United Sunday night. Late Sunday night. night, Sunday night, Monday morning. Yeah. At that point, thanks, yeah. thanks, LA. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Can't you push it back a little bit later? What's wrong with those idiots? Good lord. Sunday. We're on May the West 1st. Coast. Nobody cares. Would they do that if it was New York and they were going to then have to start at ten thirty? You realize this game is starting eleven. Uh, yeah, ten thirty p.m. Eastern time. This Whoa. is ridiculous. Who does that? So hey, hey, MLS. Look at what the NFL does. They don't let the West Coast teams do that. Yeah. No. Uh, so let's get to it. Sunday, May 1st, 9 p.m. is what MLS is saying for LAFC. They haven't released the kickoff times yet, but it is a Fox Sports 1 game. Uh, and well, insider tip here, any Fox broadcast generally yeah. gets pushed back 25 minutes from when uh, Major League Soccer says kickoff is. Normally it's 8-minute pushback. Well, for Fox it's 25-minute, unfortunately. So kickoff most likely it hasn't been completely confirmed yet. Uh, nine twenty-five PM Central There's Time just, kickoff. It's just, you know what? I gotta, I gotta rail on that because it's just yeah, stupid. Yeah. Well, you're trying to build, you're trying to build this soccer culture in this country, and mm-hmm. so you got a game like this where Minnesota's playing their best soccer they've played all year. You're going uh, up against going an up, LAFC side that's probably the best team in the league. Probably is right now by considered by many. And you're going to make sure that no kids get to see it. Nobody, anybody that has to get up early and go to work Monday morning is not going to stay up and watch it until midnight. Uh, what, it's, what a stupid thing to do. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's not like you can't it's play dumb. this game at 5 p.m. West Coast time. It's not that time of the year where it's going to be blazing hot. No, no, there's no reason other than, you know, LA thinks they need to be on prime time in, in LA, I guess. I don't know, but you know that, but that's but Sunday yeah. is, is 5 PM really that far out of prime time <laughs> no, for, no. for a Sunday afternoon. Come on. No, we can no, do this I at just 5 think, PM. I think the MLS is, is, is just, they've got some really bad scheduling. Yeah. There's some things that just don't make sense. And this is one of them. So anyway, so we'll, we'll take a nappy, have a little nappy on Sunday and, and uh, we'll get the thing started at nine. So so our our pregame on uh, score North won't change. That'll still be nine o'clock regardless of what time they kick off. So, right. Well, I mean, if it is a regular kickoff, if it's nine oh eight, then we'll start pregame at eight thirty. Eight thirty, but I it won't. If be. it's the nine twenty five, then we're starting at nine. We're doing a shorter pregame yeah. show. You can hear us on Score North on AM fifteen hundred, the Score North mobile app, and live.scorenorth.com. Pre-match at most likely at nine p.m. Kickoff at nine twenty-five p.m. When I find out, I will put it out on my Twitter feed at John Harrison ninety J O N H A R. ISON 9-0. The historical record between these two sides, two wins for Minnesota, one loss, and three draws. This is a series that I can never figure out what the hell's going on because there's been times where Minnesota doesn't have a good lineup. It always mm-hmm. seems like Minnesota, when they face LAFC, are either missing a couple guys for some reason or they're like they're injured. So, they're, yeah, they're always missing someone, and mm-hmm. this will be no different. Will Trap will be yeah. out. 
and they always have to go in underhanded, and somehow they always get wins, and it just confuses me sometimes with the series. Yeah, it's almost like the guys just step up when they play them. I think we played them was that a couple years ago, and we were missing a bunch of players with international duty, and we were expecting the absolute worst. And yeah, uh, and they so, got a two nil win. Two nil yeah. win thanks to uh, Mason Toy. Who? <laughs> right. Who? Two goals Where is from he? Toy. Where is he he's now? I think he's injured to start the season, I, but he's in Montreal with our old friend Kai Kamara, who's still scoring goals at thirty. I absolutely years old. forgot about Mason Toy. Wow. Man, well, you're the only one. Anyway, apparently. so <laughs> I think that, people want him. I think that uh, you know, regardless of Will Trap, you know, obviously he's not playing. Um, I still am not concerned about getting blown out. Everything okay over there? What was that? <laughs> I just dropped a charger that I was holding. Oh, well, <laughs> hands free. Um, no. I still think uh, even without Will Trap, I'm confident in our defense. Um, we're gonna. It's going to be a close match. Uh, you know, we'll go into it probably looking at, hey, let's get to halftime scoreless. Yeah. Uh, we we probably can. Um, then the question is, is our newfound offense going to you know be able to score some goals in LA late Sunday night? And and I, I from what we've seen, the way uh, Reynoso is playing and everybody around him, there's no reason we can't get a goal or two. So yeah, yeah I think we got a good chance of coming out of there with uh, some sort of result. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure to see what happens out in L.A. Let's take a look across the league, Dan. Time for that in the show. Uh, Plenty of news and notes from this last week in the league. We won't delve too much into this because this happened the day after our show, Mm -hmm. after we recorded our show. Um, D.C. United fired Hernan Lozada after just a year and seven games. Uh, I don't understand the signing. Apparently he wasn't having it with the front office, was calling out the owners for not spending, so... That's going to get you a short leash, and he's gone after just a year and seven games. Uh, the big news in the Western Conference, though, Giassi Zardes traded from Columbus <clears throat> excuse me, to the Colorado Rapids for $300,000 in general allocation money with an additional $1.1 million in general allocation money available based on performance metrics. This is a huge trade for Colorado. They've needed yeah. a guy up top who can be their number, their true number nine. They've struggled to find that guy for the past several years, and you finally have that now in Giassi's artist, who seemed for some reason to be out of a position in Columbus, and yeah, what, now what, Colorado will benefit. I don't understand what happened there. Maybe we'll find out. He'll get to Columbus. We'll find out that he's he's off. He's not well, they having. Had a, a, they, no, they had know. a youngster. I can't remember the name. They had a young guy come through the academy yeah. who they really like up top, so they've been playing him. Okay, so and that, that's fine. But artist is going to go to Colorado, and they're most likely going to benefit from him because I think he fits their playing style it's real well. Good, yeah, it's a pretty good squad. I'm sure he's excited to go there. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens in Columbus because they might get uh, into the uh, the dog days of July and August and wish they had him back. So I mean, they've been struggling this season to begin with. So yeah, it, it, it's. You know, it's great. They have a young player. They have a lot of confidence in him. But as we know here in Minnesota, better than almost anybody, you can't count on that. Yeah. Um, there's very few players in this league that are young like that. And you go, okay, we've got our we've got our striker forever. We're good. We're good. Yeah. We yeah. thought we had that with uh, Abu Dunladi when he scored eight goals his rookie year. Real right? I mean, right. Everybody yeah. thought, oh, this guy's going to be our striker for a long time. Thought we had that with Mason Toy when he on went when he went on Who? a little hot streak for a couple games. <laughs> Who? Everybody's like, oh, Greg Berlter's got to call him up. He's like, yeah, let's calm down. He's yeah. Scored so like four goals so I I'd be a little concerned here. for Columbus. That's a pretty uh, that's a pretty quick move. But maybe they had other motives in this one. But yeah, good for Colorado. That's going to make them an even better team. 
the Major League All-Star game officially announced to be between the MLS All-Stars and the Liga MX All-Stars mm-hmm. at Allianz Field August 10th. I cannot wait for that one. That one's going to be a fun atmosphere. Skills challenge the day before. It's going to be, mm-hmm. That'll be got fun a whole too. lot planned around the event. It's going to be awesome that it's going to yep. be at Allianz Field. Yep. Uh, Good reason. You know, that's the great thing about being a newer franchise. You get some of those events and I'm sure Allianz Field is going to show off very well in the national uh, audience. We shouldn't have to worry about snow. You know, (laughs) it'll be August, so we should be we should be good. But yeah, uh, it should be a very exciting weekend. Uh, I think uh, fans, if they can find it, you know, if you can't get into the game, Go to the skills competition. From what I saw last year, they're it's doing a really fun. pretty cool job with the skills competition, yeah. uh, and that be, that's becomes a huge, huge deal. Uh, Major League Baseball kind of led the way when their their home run derby became such a big deal, almost bigger than the All Star Game itself. Yeah, and I mean, all the other sports. Now that they've the revived the home run started, derby, it's almost to that point again. Yeah, and so they it's almost become. It, it, yeah, it's almost becomes bigger. And so the rest of the leagues are trying to figure out, well, how can we do that? What can we do? Yeah. And, and, you know, the NHL has tried everything. I mean, I'm waiting for them to, you know, have Zamboni derbies or something. Or, oh, why or haven't have, they done that yet? Yeah, Come on. Or, or something where, you know, because they're trying anything to make that skills more more fun. So, yeah, they, I think they did a good job. I hope it's the same this year. I haven't seen the the schedule of events for that, but the, hopefully it's similar in last year. And, and if you're a fan, get to that. That'll be fun. It'll be fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be trying pulling some strings to get to that yeah. event. Uh, let's look across the league at some of the scores. D.C. United and San Jose both getting rid of their managers this last week. They got the new manager bounces and wins. D.C. getting a 3-2 win over New England. San Jose getting their first win of the season in a 4-3 effort against Seattle Sounders. I know, Dan, you continue not to believe in Austin FC, but they continue piling in the goals with the 3-0 win over Vancouver. It's Vancouver, I don't see it. so let's, let's not... It's not buying too much. They got a three-two <laughs> win over DC last week. Up to twenty goals already scored this season. I don't get it. I don't get I mean, it. I, I don't. Let, let's put it this way: they're putting in a lot of these goals against easy competition. DC. Yeah, but other teams Inter- are playing Miami, these same teams, FC and they're Cincinnati, not. Yeah, no, they've Vancouver. had a, they've had a very favorable schedule so far, but uh, every they just keep doing it. I don't. I don't get it. I just don't. I don't they understand. They put in sixteen goals against some pretty weak defenses to start the season. You had DC last week. Right. who was on the last week of Hernan Lozada. You had Vancouver this week, who's not started the season good. FC Cincinnati and Inter Miami put in ten goals against those two combined. So uh, I mean, I'll admit they're twenty against weak competition. I'll admit this much: their de- their offense is a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah, but I still don't think this is a pace they can keep up. Throughout the year, I, I don't. I, there's no way they can do this against uh, you know the LAFCs and the and the better teams in this league. It's just there's no way. So, yeah. I mean, Drusy we'll and Drusy and Yuridi have been a very good partnership. Max Yuridi is probably one of the best offseason signings in the entire yeah. league. He's really good come place. alive, leading Obviously the league in it. scoring in in his mid 30s. So yeah, good for yeah. him. Uh, yep. Inter Miami have suddenly found. Therefore, making it three wins on the bounce after their 2-0 win over Atlanta, their first ever win over Atlanta United. After starting the season winless, all they had to do was bench Gonzalo Higuain, and now they go on a three-match winning streak. <laughs> it's, it's weird how that sometimes it, it plays out that way. But, yeah, I, I, you know, just like I don't think Austin can keep this pace up, I don't think no. you know, Miami can keep this pace up either. No. They're, not, they're not making a rush to the top in the East or anything, but, you know, <laughs> At least they're at least they're not you know sucking as bad as they did for for quite a while. 
Yeah, New York City FC have now scored 11 goals in their last two matches, Dan. I think it's like the fifth time in league history that that's been done after they won an absolutely wild 5-4 to match against Toronto FC uh, on Saturday, I believe. Just well, when, wild scoring streak since they, since they got bounced from CONCACAF Champions League. When teams score five goals, it, you know what? It, you go, wow, that's impressive. But when in that same match they give up four, you realize you realize it's just bad defense and and there's nobody playing defense on either side of the pitch and uh and and that's you know that doesn't impress me now if they were if they won 5 5 nil, you go wow but they won 5 4 when you have to score five goals to get a win you're not really playing good soccer no goodness no, no. do you want to get to the predictor where we might predict a five goal game or two no, not me. Not me. <laughs> right. I'm conservative. The predictor, we each pick three games, including Minnesota United's next upcoming match. We pick the winner and the score. You get a point for predicting the winner properly. You get a point if you pre- if you hit the score dead on. So there's a total of six points each of us could get each week. And I'm trying to remember how I did this past week. Did we? Did I put up anything? You had two points. You yes. got two points. Which yes. You predicted LAFC would win... 3-0 against FC Cincinnati. They won 2-1. They had to come back to win it. I know. Um, but I, I, LAFC would get right. a 2-1 win. And then you did predict Minnesota would get a 2-0 win over Chicago. It was a 3-0 win. Uh, <sighs> was so close. You can get angry at Robin Lloyd's goal of the week for that one. Yeah, he didn't um, have to do that. So I got I, two. How many did you get? I got one. I said FC Cincinnati would lose 5-0 to LAFC. It was only, the obviously, the 2-1 win. Um, I didn't get Minnesota Chicago right because I said it was a nil nil draw. I said prove it to me at the goal scoring. <laughs> and they fast. did. And they, they did. did. Yeah, they certainly did. All right. So you went first last week, so I'll go first this week. Dan, I'm gonna start right off. I, I teased it just a second ago. New York City FC facing San Jose, two of the most wild teams on the planet. Despite getting rid of Matias Almeida, San Jose are still just a crazy team to watch and crazy team to play. New York City FC are just on a hot streak of scoring. Yeah. Five four here, Dan. Five four New York City FC win. <laughs> Nine goals. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Nine goals in this one. All right. I'm gonna go with Colorado over Portland. Uh I think it's gonna be a little closer than than we think. Two to one. Two Colorado, Colorado two Portland one. So I like it. Uh, in the sticking with the Eastern Conference, Toronto FC hosting FC Cincinnati. I'm taking an FC Cincinnati game. I've taken one pretty much every week. I'm oh, going to continue doing it. FC. I thought you were oh, goodness, no. It's going to be another 2-1 game for Ooh. the victor here. 2-1 Toronto FC over FC Cincinnati. Okay, I'm not changing. I've got it written down right here. I've okay. got Toronto 2, Cincinnati 0. Okay, 2-0 Toronto. Yep. Yep, we that's have what no I had. faith in FC Cincinnati, which is fine. <laughs> that's zero. Well, you think they're going to score a goal? I mean, they they scored a pretty nice goal the other day against LAFC. Yeah. So well, you think they're going to do that? So you think they're going to score a nice goal two weeks in a row? I doubt it. Toronto's not the best built team in the in the league, no. so no, we'll see. Possible. We'll uh, see. And now for Minnesota United's game, LAFC yes. hosting Minnesota United once again late night Central Time on Sunday. Dan Terra and myself on Score North on AM fifteen hundred Score North mobile app and live.scorenorth.com. Kickoff probably around nine thirty. Will be decided by the league here in the coming days. We'll let you know over on our Twitter feeds. Uh, Dan, I'm predicting a two-two draw. <laughs> I'm predicting goals, but I'm not going to give a winner. What All do you right. got? <laughs> do you have the same? Where is it? 
Two two. Hey. Well, so because I picked second, I'm changing mine to one one. Oh, you going? <laughs> I'm not going to change my prediction of a draw, but I'll go one one. Okay. Uh, we so, were way too much on the same page today. That wasn't fun at all. We got <laughs> we got to stop. We got to stop thinking alike. <laughs> we got to pick. We got to stop picking the same games. Yeah. Well, we're looking for easy. We're all, we're both looking for easy wins. So we're picking on Cincinnati and Inter Miami and San Jose. When we're eight weeks in and we've only got nine points apiece, we need yeah, some points here. We, we need to start racking up some scores. Yes. All right, so that's the predictor. We're both on nine points apiece. Uh, next up, and the final segment of the show is Write That Down, our weekly soccer prediction-related segment, our other one, where we make three soccer-related predictions. One of them has to be a Minnesota United-related prediction. We'll keep track of the correct predictions throughout the year. We'll call them goals. And the person with the most goals at the end of the season wins the golden boot. Dan, a couple things coming off the board this week. I'll start with the negatives. I said Why San Jose do we start won't... with the negatives? Because we end with the positives and then go into the predictions where we make more negative predictions, most likely. Uh, I said San Jose won't get their first win until May, but thankfully, or thanks to Seattle Sounders this last week, giving up a fourth goal, uh, that one came untrue. You said Minnesota will score three goals or fewer over the next three matches. Those three matches were Austin, Colorado, and Chicago. After the Austin one, it was looking good, but then yeah, they piled in three goals apiece against Colorado and Chicago to make that six. Good. You also said, I'm glad. <laughs> you also said Dallas will be out of the top four in the West by the end of this weekend. They strike two goals late against Houston to get a 2-1 win. Uh, a very controversial one because Houston thought they should yes. have been up 2-0 at one point. Um, so they stay at fourth place in the Western Conference just by a point. So just barely knocking you out of that one. Uh, Thanks. what came Thanks. off the board that was correct. I said Minnesota will score in response to you. Minnesota will score six or more goals over the next three matches. And thank you, Robin Lud. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Six on Whatever. The I'll take Whatever. it. And then you did say, this is a pretty nice one. You said Minnesota's next clean sheet will be by Tyler Miller. You didn't say when that game would be, so you left it open, probably <laughs> accidentally, and, uh, well, he got the next clean sheet against Ford Madison. So congratulations to you. You get the point there. So you are up to six goals on the season. I'm up to five. So I, uh, very close. Yeah, because when I picked that, I didn't know what the situation was going to be against Forward Madison. I mean, I kind of thought he'd play, but I, but it, you didn't know. You didn't know for sure. They could have taken what's-his-nuts, the third goalie, whoever he I can't remember who he is anymore. Uh, he plays for Minnesota United, too. Fred. Not Fred, the other guy. No, Eric Dick. Yeah, yeah, Dick. There. Why couldn't I think of Dick? I should be able to remember that. It's pretty we'll easy move on to, our to remember. I'm going to move on to our predictions. Richard, uh, Minnesota United FC 2, by the way, getting yeah. a nice 4-0 win yesterday over St. Louis FC 2. So congratulations yeah. to them. They've got a couple wins in a row. Uh, Good let's to get have on that. Predictions. Okay. And I start, you started last week, so I'll start first this week. Emmanuel Reynoso starting to pile in the points. In your terminology and hockey terminolo- terminology, two goals, let it two go. assists let on it the go. season. Uh, he's not going to let it go. He's going to keep going on here. Write this down, Dan. Emmanuel Reynoso, now that he's got his family in the country, he's getting on form. He will lead the league in assists. True assists, not MLS assists. There's no stat for that. Yes, there is. No, they they keep a separate stat. FB Ref does. Well, but that's that not official. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's no. just the primary assist. You just have to oh, look okay. it up. Oh, okay. So, so they they list the primary assist separate from 
They don't list the secondary assists. Oh, they don't list them at all. No. And but the so, league, but when you look at the league stats on on a team the site, the, on a team site or on the MLS site, they don't distinguish. No, they no. They pile them all into one big giant assist category. Which is juice the way numbers. it should be. No, they juice the numbers to make the league look. So better. you Come say on. he's at the end of the season, he's going to lead the league in in uh, primary in assists, real assists. Yeah, okay. Assists, primary. At assists. the end, of, so you're saying the end of the season he will lead the league in assists. Okay. Yes. All right, okay, that's no. ballsy. That it probably won't happen. But next time, hit a home run every once um, in a while. Otherwise, I start feeling like I'm not catching up here. Tyler Miller will not be a member of the Loons by June 1st. Oh. Write that down. You have a team? Nope. Because I have a team. Because we because we kept because we said this all last season, and I'm going. All right, I'm going back to that. We can't. I, there's too much value there. We've got to make a move. Write this down, Dan. Tyler Miller will be traded to Atlanta United. I have no inside information on that whatsoever, but they need a goalkeeper because Brad Guzan, I think, tore his Achilles or whatever in the last couple of weeks. So he's out for the rest of the year. They need a goalkeeper. Tyler Miller's right there. They got a team so, that wants to challenge. So basically, if he gets traded to uh, Atlanta before the start of by, by June 1st, then we both get a point. Yeah. Okay. Write this All down. Right, Tyler fine. Miller at some point will be traded to Atlanta United. I, you know what? I feel good anytime I can get you just to make a reactionary knee-jerk pick because you weren't planning on that one. Except right? You. you weren't. Did you have that one written down? Not written down, but it was in the back of my mind that that could the be a The name of the with. bit is write that down. <laughs> I don't actually okay. write anything down. Who, who uses it, pen and paper anymore? I've got a computer for this. Okay, uh, is it me? It is you, yes. Back to me, well, that came back fast. Wow, Whiplash. when I do a reactionary yeah. one, yeah, it's going to... Yeah, we'll get your knee-jerk pick, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, San Jose and Vancouver each have one win each. Whoa. Every other team in the MLS, even in the East, every other team has at least two wins. Neither San Jose or Vancouver will get their second win till May 18th. That's a very specific date. Well, that's the next time one of them was going to get a win. So, <laughs> okay. So, say, I, well, you know what? No, I, actually, I would have said week. Well, wait, what? Were we going to week eight? We See? just played week eight, I believe. So yeah, so I could have figured out nine. We I could have said week ten, but I just went with the date. So because okay. I didn't want to have to figure it out. Yeah, so. I don't know. I can't keep track of it. Most week of the whatever that is uh, of Saturday five eighteen. That's the first time either one of them will get a second win on the season. Write that down. And I did write it down because that's where you play this game. I write it down next week. <sighs> write this down, Dan. Minnesota United in fifth place right now, bumping up thanks to the recent play and recent yes. goal scoring. Yes. That's a playoff spot. Write this down, Dan. Minnesota United will not drop below the red line for the rest of the season. Ooh, you were feeling good. in the good. playoff spot. You are, how much Tahitian treat did you have? Man, you I've are had feeling none. It is straight are, Barks Root Beer. You are, you are feeling it tonight. All right. I had a Jack's Pizza and Barks Root Beer. This is a great night. I'm sorry, but you're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a gimme. Did I dupe you into reactionary? I'm gonna take a gimme. No, no, it's not reactionary. I had this planned <laughs> because on. I knew I had the last pick, so you can't counter with a gimme until next week. Okay. Minnesota United will not score three goals for a third straight match. <laughs> oh come on. Yes! <laughs> that's a bunch single come on that is a bunch single in the bottom of the ninth 
That's not a 469 game, 469 foot game winning home run by Byron Buxton. Come on. <laughs> I know, start the whole segment off with should... just a walloping home run, and you end it with just this weak ass bunt single. Bunt single. Well, you know what? If you can't hit the ball 470, why bother? <laughs> I mean, that's Four, the that's the thinking of baseball these four, days. Six, 469. Come on, swing away. No, 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 no. You always end it with the number 69, Dan. Come on. Don't you know this by now? All right. Minnesota will not score 69 goals next week. So there (laughs) you go. Next week? I couldn't help it. I laid it down. Fair enough. They will not score. You know what? And you know, by the way, if they do, I'll be so thrilled. (laughs) Oh, you get three goal calls out of it. Of course you will. I know. Let's bring it on. All right. That has been... Write that down for this week. That has been Loon Talk for this week. Dan, we will talk to you late Sunday night. I'm going to need yep. all the Monster Energy drinks I can get. Tahitian treat. Oh, Mix yes. your Tahitian treat with chocolate milk. I think oh. you're on to something. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. You'd have to pay nappy. me an, a whole other game check to do that. That'd be yeah, disgusting. chocolate and fruit punch probably not the best combination. Mm, so. Gross. All right, we yeah. won't be doing that Sunday night, but we will Are be we? broadcasting on okay. Score North. Are we so. still going to try and do a loon talk on Monday? We'll see how we're feeling after a very late call because we both yeah. have long. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So yeah, see how it okay. goes. We may or may not be here Monday night. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday night. See we'll see. We'll let you know. But yeah, we'll talk to you Sunday night, Lewis fans. We'll talk to you Sunday night as well. All right, see ya. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.